This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Help on every side. Marvelous help, not just help. Marvelous help. Marvelous help. All of a sudden, you are from point A to point B without explanation. <laughs> Conversations are happening for your sake. God is whispering your name to people's hearts. They don't know why they are considering you, but it's happening. <laughs> Glory to God. This is supposed to be last time... Uh, Last Sunday, talk about the blood, right? The blood and the name. <laughs> Let's read. I want to start in a very uh, strange way this morning because we are going to pray. Hallelujah. We have been talking about something very serious, something very sacred the blood. It has the positive side, but I want to look at just one more thing this morning about the power of the blood to restore. But I want to start from the angle of the warning attached to the blood. Hebrews 10, 29. It's a very powerful scripture. Of how much surer punishments... Suppose ye shall be brought or shall be thought worthy who are trodden under forth the Son of God and accounted the blood of the covenant wherewith it was sanctified an unholy thing and are done despite unto the spirit of grace. When the blood is trivialized, you are insulting the spirit of grace. Everyone values the blood of Jesus so much. And I started with the fact that even the bloods of bulls and goats, they mean a lot to God. How much more the blood of Jesus Christ? And the Bible says it is possible for a believer to count it something trivial. And to insult the spirit of grace. In other words, when the blood is not valued, grace is withdrawn. Hallelujah. How do people do this? Can I have your seat? Because where I'm really going is Isaiah. If we don't understand these things, we will not reap the harvest that we should reap from the value of the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And remember all that we have said, and I still follow when I was away last Sunday's message. I was going to go to church in the morning where I was, uh, but, and the first service was like uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I still had to listen. I follow for second and third service. Are you following me? Even though I was sleeping in between. <laughs> Are you following me? He said, 
there is a let's start from 28. It began to say that anyone that despised Moses' law died without mercy. If there were two or three witnesses to witness against the person, he says, So, how much more, how serious do you think the blood, uh, when it's despised, that the effect will be? How do people do this? Apostle Paul was the man that God gave a revelation to get into this subject matter. Remember, I told you that when they were told in Exodus chapter 12 to put the blood on three places top of the door, one side, one side, but never on the ground. Nobody dares trample on the blood. And they were told if you walk out, you are your own. If you stay inside, you are protected. Because the blood has boundaries that you must not cross. Is somebody following me? In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, listen to me. You must live Christianity the way the Bible says you should live it. Otherwise, the Bible, Christianity is not a cultural thing. It is the way of life of the kingdom of heaven. Which is totally different from the way of life of the kingdom of the earth. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? And God's mentality and man's mentality are in two opposite directions. Man has walked away from man has walked away from God a long time ago. So they don't think like God. That's why Isaiah 5 says that my ways are higher than your ways. So the kingdom pattern, every kingdom has its own language, culture, and tradition. In all the kingdoms of the world. Some kingdoms, even in Nigeria, Yorubas prostrate to greet, Igbos don't prostrate. When you are in the kingdom, you must understand the lifestyle of the kingdom. And if care is not taken, your environment will be mistaken for the values of the kingdom. And that's why people get into trouble with God. When they begin to interpret God based on what their culture, background has told them, instead of what the word of God says. Are you following me? Because I'm about to say something that sounds simple but very powerful. First Corinthians 11. Let's start from verse 18. How do people count the blood? He used the word, the blood of covenants. There is a covenant about the blood that unifies all Christians. The blood covenant does something. It removes any kind of barrier between you and God. On the ground of the blood, you have unrestricted access to the mercy seats. But it also brings you into a covenant with other Christians. And this is where problem can be from. Lord, help us to be able to pray. Um, first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, I believe partly. This Paul talking. Um, you know, I listened to a man 
a message in America and was talking about when the church unites and they, uh, I have to be careful about it, and they begin to say, we need to vote for this person, this person, they will lose gallantly once there is no unification. And Satan knows this very well. The way some nations of the earth are going, every day, and many people traveling don't consider this. I feel sorry for a lot of people. You don't see that the West are taking a stand against God and they are planning to erode your children into that way they are planned. How many people travel without thinking about this? See, once you live for survivor, you will become desperate and nothing will matter to you. That was why Apostle Paul warned that lest there be any effeminate person like Esau. Esau. Those who magnify their immediate situation. I need, once it's about survival, survival mode, which are people are, when a lady is actually desperate, she will marry anybody. Survival mode is terrible. You just want money. When Apostle Man had this program in, London, in Manchester earlier in the year, he challenged the people. There are many Christians now. Sunday, they work on Sunday and earn money. Once Satan will get you. Once it's about survival. Oh, they jackpot. You just go Canada. I'm going to have All you think about is how to live a good life. And are they really living a good life? Many of them walk themselves to death, marry, fall apart, they, everything, children, nowhere. And a minister of the gospel veered out of Nigeria like that, put the children upon the university. He brought them back, two of them, the two only two children, heavily on drugs till today. Now, the man, the man of God is in depression as we talk now. And he says something that if I knew, I should have let them stay here. That's not to discourage people from traveling. But to say that this survivor that makes you not to think of what God is saying, what the plan of God is, but I just need to survive. Is somebody get to what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Yeah. After these people ban prayer from schools, they allow that people to come and teach them sex education and everything. God is the only person they don't want. Every other, every other thing is allowed. You wake up in the night and watch TV in America and see late night comedy. Mentioning Jesus and insulting him and cracking jokes around him and talking about Jesus sleeping with Mary and all those things. And no government says anything. But let the pastor speak against tragedy and everything, then problem starts. That is the society that they are drawing and they are planning. And many people are there plugging into the system. You know, I don't want to get into... A political, okay, whether this one is for this party or that one is for this party and everything. But you see, one of the things that directed the direction of some Christians over there, some, not all, some, is the fact that, you know, ah, this candidate, ah, he will send Africa back. That's why survival mode will always make people. Now, I'm not saying all. And I'm not supporting it. I'm just saying that I interacted with some people and that's what they said. Oh, this one. Once, once you leave, live for the kingdom. Live for the values of the kingdom. I think that's the bottom line. Let nobody write me and be saying that yeah, I'm not. I'm just telling you what is obvious. What is what? What the Bible says that our stand should be for the kingdom, not any other thing. Values of the kingdom. I don't know if somebody is following me this morning. This is very important because I sit back and I see a lot of people rushing into mistakes, all because they are desperate, all because they want to survive. Yes. 
Many don't want to ask God by themselves. To even pray for 10 minutes about making a decision. No. Once it's something moving. That's why Christians will change their name. Do you know how many Christians are married Americans? To collect green card. And they have a wife here. <laughs> so the point that my friend went abroad. His pastor told him in the church that he should marry one of the girls. And he has a wife. And the pastor is away. What kind of pastor? Well, when you are somehow, God will also give you a pastor that is somehow. Because as it is with the priest, if you are looking for somebody to deceive you, you will find. For there is a principle in the Bible, he that seeketh, find it. Once you sit down with certain guys and they tell you the truth and you don't want to accept the truth, you are going to meet somebody else who will lie to you and you accept. It's a law of life. There must not be a vacuum. There must not be a vacuum. You talk to somebody, a parent or your sister, she tells you the truth, you don't want to hear. You will hear somebody who will tell you that, see, Sol <laughs> Solomon's son, Robert did it. The elders told him the truth. He went to meet young man, said, I don't mind them. And he lost 10 out of 12 kingdoms by foolishness. Are you following me? Let's stay with this. <laughs> Let me just, <laughs> hallelujah. He said, when you come together, go back down for it. There divisions among you. Next verse. For there must be heresies among you that they which are approved might be made manifest among you. Next verse. When you come together, therefore, into one place, is it not to eat the Lord's Supper? Now, all I just want to say from this scripture, the Lord's Supper represents, beyond the bread and the wine we take, it represents fellowship. The idea of bread and wine is to show fellowship. Next verse. For in eating, <laughs> this guy is, he must have lived in Nigeria before. <laughs> Next verse. Let me skip this one. <laughs> Next verse. This is our brain. For I have received of the Lord that which I delivered to you, that the same knife, when Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. Next verse. And when they are giving thanks, he break and say, take it, my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. I want you to go to verse 27, but let's read for that. Verse 25. After the same manner, he took cup, and when he has some, this is the New Testament in my blood. Next verse. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, now, it talks about communion, but it talks beyond communion. The idea of communion is fellowship. Actually, that's another name for communion. Fellowship. So the Lord is talking about, he's talking beyond the bread and the ribena that we drink. The bread and the ribena is to show that we belong to a family bound by one blood. Betrayer is not, it's a treason or... It, are you getting what I mean? It's a treason. Ah. I know somebody is hearing me. So, it's showing that we belong to a family. Next verse. Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body. And what? Match this to Hebrews uh, 12. Uh, 10, 29 that we read. 
Hebrews 10, 29, you will understand. The Bible says, of what sort of punishments? Anyone who despises, you remember, who trodden under the foot under the Son of God and counted the blood of covenant, wherein he was sanctified and unholy thing. You actually mess up the blood. You pollute the blood when you do something. And Paul was explaining. He said, if you take this communion in an unworthy manner, you are guilty of two things. The body and the blood. So when I ask you, how, do we, how can a Christian, how does somebody become guilty of the blood of Jesus Christ? There might be more ways, but surely one of the ways is to eat communion in an unworthy manner. But you understand that communion talks about fellowship. Which means you are guilty of the blood of the Lord when you fellowship with Christians in a wrong way. Many people don't know. They are from families where you fight and complain every now and then. So when you come to church, you begin to murmur. God destroyed almost 100,000 people in the Old Testament for just murmuring. They did not commit any sexual sin. They did not do anything. They were murmuring and they died. Moses had to start sacrificing. Because there are things you think they are waiting before you, but you are not God, I'm not God. Let God determine what pains him most. God hates murmuring and division. Do you know angels record conversations? You know what some Christians say about some other Christians? Ah. People have talked about people that we not make it on that day for living in sin. And it is true. But there's a second category of people that will not make it. They did not commit any sin. Their own sin was not a sin of commission. It was a sin of omission. Jesus said on that day, I will say to some, I was hungry, you did not feed me. I was tested again. Those ones did not lie. They did not sleep with any woman or man. They did not steal anything. Their own sin was that they neglected a Christian they should have taken care of. He said, they said, Lord, when did we see you hungry? He said, when you saw a brethren, some of the brethren hungry and you did nothing, you did it to me. If you look at the, how Jesus constructed the statement when he appeared to Apostle Paul, Acts chapter 9, verse 4, he did not say that, Saul, Saul, why are you sinning against me? Saul, my people say, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Every Christian, you are locking up Saul, you are locking me up. That was what Jesus said to Saul. If you, he said, he heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? How can Jesus in heaven be accusing a man or not of persecuting him? Blood covenant has made Jesus and his people one. When you sin against God's people, you sin against God. Is somebody hearing me? Amen. I'm sure for the first time, Paul realized he was sore then. So you mean as I'm beating every Christian, I'm actually beating Jesus. Jesus did not say, so why are you persecuting my people? That would have been big enough. But he says, so why are you persecuting me? I am the one you are persecuting. Oh, I pray all critics of media will know this. They think they are bashing some churches and some pastors. Are there pastors being behaving emphatically? Yes. Stay away from such. They think they are bashing people. But they are bashing Jesus. Some of them don't know. When you tell them, yeah, no, no, I'm talking about, but you don't know. That's what the Bible says. 
Jesus didn't say, why are you persecuting my people? So why are you persecuting me? I am the one. That woman you locked up, you locked me up. And Paul fell down and said, Lord, I didn't know. People don't know when you start talking. You know my philosophy. God is able to take care of his own church. I have seen ministers of God do things that have made me weep. I wanted to talk also, but then I realized that I am not the owner of the church. The one whose name, when a pastor, for instance, rapes a girl or sleeps a girl in the church, and all those terrible things that some do, the truth of the matter is that the name you are bringing down is the name of Jesus Christ. And I think the same Jesus has enough power to defend his own name. He does not need me to defend him. Let him do nothing and watch him drag his name in the mud. Now, that is not to say a speaker, a minister should not speak the truth or address some of these issues. We do once in a while. Or we do as the law permits because there must be rebuke in the house of God. But the truth of the matter is that when just any Christian wake up and you just want to talk, number one, and with this, this is where I'm going, never give an opinion about a story that you are not sure of about any other Christian. The glory of the Lord that will rise in a church where there is no gossip. Why are you telling me what a sister has done? And now am I sure that you are actually telling the truth? I told you one time I was praying that the Lord said to me that the most committed sin among Christians or the most violated scripture is the one that says that if your brother sin against you, tell him. We don't tell them. We tell someone else. You know, she didn't greet me. You have not even asked her that. Why don't you pull up a bola come? You passed by me yesterday, you didn't greet me. Today again, you did not greet me. Did I do anything? But you see, what many people will do is to tell Shade, Bola has been passing by. She doesn't greet me. And these things, they grieve the Lord. We are doing something to the blood when we do this. The Lord looking for a church where people will obey these things. That before you talk to anybody about anybody, talk to the person first. At any given time. Once you don't have the chance to talk, you don't talk until you have the opportunity. Why do we have people's phone number with us? And we have things against them and we will not tell them. But we have told five other people who have joined us to have an evil mind towards that person and they have never listened to the person. One of the people who has blessed the body of Christ most is requiring Purpose Driven Church. I was watching social media, uh, Facebook, and I saw a pastor in America, another pastor, and he wrote Rick Warren and the Devil Driven Church. Yes, and they preach. I, you, you begin to ask that, what is the problem? Most of the pastors I know have issues against themselves. You have this person's number, you have never asked the person once. You know one of the reasons why I'm saying this? I will tell you why I'm sharing this with you. It's a kind of superman because I'll read the place and then we pray. Uh, that other part is about restoration, but I'm just giving this warning first. What I just told now, the Lord is looking for a, a, a church where the power of God can rise to the highest level. But these are insulators. They short cycle. They just cut off the power of God. Believe what I've just told you. It is true. We just saw it in the Bible. It is true. Many people fellowship in a church in an unworthy manner. Whispers here and there. And the Lord is saying that no. No matter where you are, 
you will never stand before God to give an account of what you have not said anything about. Then guide your tongue. Must I talk? I don't know if somebody said what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Must you talk? When you begin to practice what I've just shared with you now, it's going to be difficult at the beginning. But you can make up your mind. Until they can't come and dump reviews of anything around you anymore. This is very important. You see, the days we are here, many, many, many people don't know. Um, how long do we have till the return of Jesus Christ? We don't know. But what I just want everybody to know is this. Which, <laughs> anyway, Israel, Israel, nation of Israel, is God's time clock. When Israel left their country, when they were persecuted and Jews were killed that time, God actually, I've heard John Nagy and three other people say this, God stopped the time. When they returned 1948 or 49, God started counting again. How far will the battle between Israel and Hamas go? We don't know. It can stop in a moment, but you know what? It can also lead to the end. We don't know. We don't know. We won't speculate. But what is the most important thing? When you see anything happening in Israel, that is God's time. Please watch and let it guide you to be careful. It is true. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. You see, God does certain things. I won't talk too much about this also. They say if you are lost in the night, I don't know whether that happens in Nigeria, but in many places, and you look up to the north, there is a, always a star around the side of the north that is so bright. It will guide you. Those who understand geography, you can use that star to navigate your way back home. That no matter how dark it is, if you're in the wilderness or deserts, there will be a star that you can see. And maybe that was what this guy was talking about also in this movie, uh, John Wick, chapter 3. It's a nice film. <laughs> when he wanted to see the one that sits on top of the table, uh, above the table, they told him that, just go to, you, I'm, you remember, you, I'm going to remember that part. Yes, if you don't know, don't worry. <laughs> so, I, was, I actually read you somewhere that it's actually that there is a star that I believe it is because the throne of God See, there are three heavens. I've told you before. The throne of God is just above somewhere in the north. The Bible talks about that. That's why you sing that song. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. It's Mount Zion side of the northern city. By the time you see a scripture more than once, when Satan said, I will ascend above the most high. I will set up my throne above the mentioned north. So God's throne is somewhere around the north above the galaxies and probably that star that northern star is somewhere linking the truth and showing people on earth it's true because there are things that god has used to explain what you cannot see for instance heaven has three colors blue white and red are the colors of heaven they are the colors you see on the sky also at times it is true it is god making a statement on that and people don't know anytime you appear before god it will not be white throne judgment there is a red throne and there's a blue throne the color of heaven is actually blue. But then they mix these three colors in heaven. It is true. Are you following me? You can, we can take a journey from Old Testament to now. I'll show you some of these things I've just said. But that's not for this morning. Because somebody is watching and is ready to argue. Well, that's no color. 
Yes, he has no color. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I can give to you from the tabernacle of Moses, which was a shadow. I remember that God told Moses that everything you are constructing is according to what you are saying there. Yeah. But when we get to heaven, we saw that two things are missing in the tabernacle of Moses. The, the altar of brass and the liver. They are not there. Altar of brass was for, to sacrifice all the animals. Jesus has done the sacrifice once and for all. No animal will be sacrificed again in heaven. So altar of brass, not in heaven. The mercy seat is still there. Every other thing. You know God has a temple. Anyway, let's leave. <laughs> let's, just, let's leave all those things. Are you following me? Yes, but is somebody following me? Yes, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Ah. Okay. Did you hear what I've just said now? Now, because these are the last days, they are days to be very sober. When this war ends, if it ends quickly, then it means that this is not the ultimate war. But when it continues, it might be something we don't know yet. But I'm asking everybody, just understand that the time is short and live as such. Praise God. Yeah. At any time the trumpet sounds, be prepared. And don't be caught naked. Some will make it, but everything they've ever done will be burnt. Some will have no star, no crown with them. Because they just go to church. They represent nothing concerning the kingdom. Why some will rejoice? Angels will stand and give a stand ovation to some people as they come. As the roll, the roster is being called in heaven, and we are marching in one by one. Men and brethren, it will be a combination of two things. A dreadful day and a day of joy. Yeah. Some will weep their soul out, and the master will wipe away all tears. He will still say, well, because I died for you, you will still enter. But what exactly will the standard be? Nobody knows the fullness of it. The word is, be careful. Are you following me? That's why I'm just saying this to you. See, the time we are in also will be, it will be necessary right now. If you are hearing me, I will say the second service so that you don't belong to any household. Join household. I've told you the truth. A time might come when mega churches might not be able to meet again. What will carry you then? Is able to fellowship with five, six other Christians. Public worship like this, and then household. But you know what? Household is the real church. If you don't belong to any, you have not started. When persecution entered Jerusalem, what saved the people then? Household they belong to. It is true. It is true. If they all go into third war now, they begin to fly, throw bombs around. Nobody will be able to come for any big gathering again. Yeah. They said the the Chinese people now, they are the fastest growing Christian community. Yet, they can execute you for preaching. How are they doing it? Household. It is the real Christianity. So if you only come to church on Sundays and you are hearing me, after this service, make a decision. It's time to visit household. Why people don't want to? I told a brother, is because sincerely speaking, when Christians start sitting together, Gossip will start. That's why I was first of all warned. 
then somebody will borrow money from somebody that will not pay back. So this one, some people stay away. But you see, you will never be an overcomer if you fight nothing. Do you hear that? The real way to demonstrate forgiveness is that there must be somebody to forgive. You can't say you are walking in love when there's nobody provoking you. So which work, which work are you doing? Brethren will provoke us. Brethren will sin against us. That is part of the beauty of the cross, but you must keep loving them. So don't stay away. So that's why always we must warn people like this, that the unruly people do not spoil what we are trying to do. They do that a lot. Once I'm so set to somebody goes in and borrows from everybody and it does not pay back. <laughs> but that doesn't stop us from gathering. You must have, you must belong to your household. Ten people who know your house, that you know them and you pray together. It will help you. There is a part that that will play in your life that church at general level will not play. Have I spoken to you? Okay, let's go to the sweet part. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can I hear a loud amen? Zechariah chapter 9 verse 11. That's what I want to read and then we pray. <laughs> Glory to God. Zechariah 9 11. As everybody read it together. Want to go. So there are pits. There are prisoners. And this pit has no water. I started praying. And I knew in my spirit that the concluding part of this thing on the blood. All prisoners in pits where there is no water who are listening to me this morning. Because of blood coming out, they are coming out. That's why I gave that warning earlier. Because that's the only thing I can stop what we're about to do right now. I have shared diversely about the blood for four weeks now or three weeks. I'm going to get us to pray. Not we only God set for the prisoners. Now, next verse. Turn you to stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today. Everybody say today. today. Do I declare that I will render double unto you. There is restoration happening this morning. Every lost opportunity. I don't want to push it beyond this. Who are the prisoners of hope? You hope to get married one day, but it's not happening. Somebody hopes to have a child, it's not happening yet. Those who are bound who are limited in a way, but there is a hope in their heart that something will happen, but they don't know when. He said, by the blood of your covenant, I will send the first person to be put in the prison or a pit where there was no water was Joseph. And interestingly, the brothers did something prophetic. They didn't know what they were doing. They are said, here comes a dreamer, let's kill him. That was the original plan. But God changed the plan. But the end of the change was something. 
they killed an animal and put the blood on the clothes of Joseph. They were demonstrating the power of sacrifice ahead of time. So instead of Joseph dying, they brought him out of the pit and sold him. Do you get what I've just said now? But in that old transaction at the end, there was a blood that was shed. They had to kill an animal, put the blood on the cloth, and the one that they first said, let's kill him, finally they let him go. They sold him. Where there is a blood of covenant, prisoners will always be set free out of pit where there is no water. In the case of Joseph, brethren push him into that pit. There are many reasons why people are in pit in life. Some men moved them there. Some situation. Some they inherited the pits. And the prison where there is no water. To be a prisoner is bad enough. To be a prisoner inside a pit is terrible. Now for that pit to have no water. It talks about a very terrible place to be. But the Lord said today, I will rent down to you. He said, I will, because of blood covenant, I will set for thy prison out of prison out of pit where there is no water. And I won't even stop there. He said, you prisoners of hope, I declare to you today that I will render to you double. Double for what? For all your troubles. All the times spent in that prison and in that pit and in that chain, he said, I will give you Anna was one. Then she had Samuel. Then she had five more children after Samuel. And one Samuel saved the entire nation. Render, God was ready. We don't even know till today the names of Anna's children that she was using to prick Anna. Because God rendered to Anna double. He did not just give Anna a son, he gave her a son that became a prophet over the nation. I will read down to you double. See, where iniquity abounds, the Bible says grace abounds much more. For everyone that is sound of my voice this morning, whatever you have suffered, whatever pain you have experienced, whatever defeat or setback, the Lord is not only restoring you, is rendering unto you this morning double. Yeah. I want everybody to begin to pray. Just begin. Pray as you are led. Your love is greater than my heart. Everybody pray. Your love is... No, let him just play. Thank you. Shukalaba. If you want to stand, stand. If you want to sit, sit. Just pray. I'm going to ask us to pray for about five minutes. And don't expect me to say in Jesus' name. You just pray. God doesn't send a message just to add to our knowledge. Many families here, they need that restoration. They need double to be restored to them. Here is an opportunity to pray. Somebody pray. No matter the delay you have had, no matter the delay that you have had, there is speed. A rescue followed by 
restoration. Rescue back by restoration. Your health, your wealth, family relationships, business that crumbled. The Lord made that decree. It was like, like the Lord swearing, taking an oath. He said, Today I will restore to you double. Somebody take advantage of that word. Three more minutes. Everybody pray. Be very bold about the areas where you need restoration. And you can stand in the gap. You can stand in the gap for your family. This is the word of the Lord we read this morning. Lord, I stand with your word. I need more volume on this, my please. Everybody pray. Thank you, Jesus. Two more minutes. Don't be angry with life. Just ask for restoration. And if you are watching me, be praying. He said, I will restore to you the years that the canker worm, the palmer worm, the locusts have eaten. Any kind of prison, Lord, that I am in, or family in, any kind of peace where there is no water lord by the blood of jesus make sure you make reference to the blood by the blood i am delivered by the blood i am rescued the condition changes right now Those who are long deal, long overdue for promotion. It's like you are just been on the spots. Yes, you walk, but nothing much has changed. You cannot say that you have made some significant increase. It's your time this morning. The God of heaven is assuring you that today, not tomorrow, today. I will render to you double. I speak over a lady who just had miscarriage. Twins are coming now. Basatolia Makatea. Zuprekisto la andere kadish alabai. Zekuria mantobradishi. 
Lekuste Paracosta Lavar, Jepalacotaliama Celeborobo Salah, by the blood of covenant, opportunities that we have missed are coming back. Bigger, better, faster. Bigger, better, faster. You made a mistake in relationship and you've been in pit where there's no water since that time. Hear the word of the Lord. You are being restored. You are not going to live to continue to regret mistakes of the past. The blood takes care of it right now. The blood takes care of it right now. No matter the mistake of the past, the blood corrects it right now. A new page, a better page, a better page is open right now. just one more minute everybody we cannot stand now Jesus Jesus we depend on you there is power in the name of Jesus There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. There's more in the blood of Jesus. Everybody, raise your two hands. Now, 
because of my voice, I might say it kindly, but you say it loudly. Say, Father, Father I approach your throne, approach your throne by, the by the blood of Jesus. Of Jesus. I, have I have confidence in the blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. I, believe I believe in the atoning power, the atoning power of, the of the blood of Jesus. Father, you are a righteous judge on the account of the blood let every word that I have spoken wrongly be corrected now by the blood let every word spoken against me by men or spirits let those words be neutralized by the blood Pray in the spirit for a while. In Jesus' name. Now lift up hand again. Say, Father. On the ground of the blood covenant of Jesus, I petition heaven to respond against everything that is working against me. Lord, judge every matter in my life and in my family that is not of you. Whether I cause them or not, because I have found myself under the righteousness of the blood. Lord, just such matters and bring them to an end now. Pray in the spirit for a while. in jesus name and finally lift up hand again say loud father now because of the blood of jesus under which i'm operating i request for double restoration for myself and my family wheresoever whatever level we should have been today I ask for restoration now in Jesus name pray in tongues again Holy In Jesus' name. 
you know what's going to happen? Many people standing here this morning, and you'll be a living witness. You are going to see what happens to a man whose part is not being in that. The kind of speed and the kind of blessing you will experience. For the first time, many people will now know that actually God is good. That in many cases, it is always that something obstructs the plan of God. Because his plans are good. Because God is good and his mercy endures forever. Now that the path is cleared, please don't go back to errors that will block it again. That's why I started with warning this morning. Did you get what I've just said now? Please. In other words, watch your thong. Watch how you treat other Christians. But on the account of the prayers we have prayed this morning, I can see that the course is clear. The speed with which many of you will fly, will arise, will begin to move and start flying. It will even be a surprise to yourself. I therefore speak as God's prophet. That which has not happened in seven years, in seven days, you will experience it. As it's happening to you, it's happening to your siblings. Commotion of miracles and blessings. Before you share one testimony, three others are already coming out again. Thank you, Jesus. River is flowing to your wilderness. You are becoming more and more fruitful. Joy is restored to you. Now your mouth is testifying of the goodness of God. The captivity of Zion is being restored. It's like a dream to many people. Welcome to your dream world. In other words, it will look like a dream, but it is happening. I like that Dosi song. It will do you like a dream. Honestly, many people will think they are dreaming because of things that will start happening. Now, it started yesterday. Everybody is brought into it now. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.